If astrology isn't real, then why is Halloween during Scorpio season? The answer to all of that and more, and reflections upon all of that and more, on today's episode of your Cosmic RX Radio Energy Report. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my baddies. How the hell are you? It's Maddie Murphy here, your guide your girl, your witchy weirdo, your messy mystic, just coming to bring you some of the information from the cosmos down here to earth, keeping it accessible, keeping it real always, I hope, so that way you can align with your highest and hottest self as we move through what's basically the main act of 2021's hootenanny, tomfoolery, chaos, Scorpio season. We are in the main act. This is like a building up that we've been in. So we're going to expect definitely some wake-ups, shake-ups, all of that in between, breakups, makeups. And I just want to hold space for whatever wants to move through you this Scorpio season. This is a time of like deep transformation. Obviously, it's rebirth time. It's death time. It's time to let go of what is dying, like the beautiful leaves on the trees. We're just going to let it go to make space for something else while we snatch back our power, okay? That's what the season is. It's like the shedding, the stepping more into the full brilliance of who you are. I love Scorpio season. It's spooky season. It's witchy season. It's Dia de los Muertos, it's Samhain, it's All Saints, we're in All Hallows Eve, we are feeling all the things, the veil is thin, the water is warm, and the drinks are cold. And of course, like I was laughing at the Scorpio season, Halloween, Angeline, our amazing assistant, found that on Twitter, and like it is crazy with, sometimes you look at astrology, you're like, oh my god, yeah, like 420 is during Taurus season, back to school energy is Virgo season, oh my god, this all makes so much sense. Except the only thing that we don't get is why is Valentine's Day during Aquarius season? That's how we know it's a made-up commercial holiday because no, like no, Mm-mm. it should be Taurus, Libra, so many other seasons, Pisces season, Aquarius season, Valentine's Day makes no sense. That's my ramble on that. What are we going to talk about today? So many fun things. If you're new here, so excited to have you here. What? It's amazing. Um, we just crossed over our 100K download marks. We're doing a giveaway on our Instagram right now. Tag a bestie, tag a baddie. You get to win the baddie bundle, which is six months of free daily affirmation texts and six months of our moon guide, our monthly moon guide. You know, if you've been here, I don't even have words. I am like almost overwhelmed, overcome as a Virgo who loves to, you know, aspire to be a boss bitch, but who also is like kind of deeply overwhelmed by like being seen or having people like say nice things or do nice things. I'm also like, what is happening? Like people like us. This is crazy. 
So just know that like my lack of words right now is in direct correlation of how moved I am by all of you and us getting to that like milestone marker in like nine months. What? We had a podcast baby. We birthed a hundred thousand downloads. That's wild. So yeah, so if you're new here, this is the kind of stuff that I ramble on about. And if you've been here for a while, I love you. I'm deeply, deeply grateful for you. Y'all have been so inspiring. I'm from Long Island. I don't say y'all, but it's just how I feel, okay? I'm feeling folksy right now. We're going to talk about back to what we're doing today. Yeah, I'm going to make some more announcements that are going to be a little rambly, okay? That's it. That's part of the deal. Then I'm going to jump into looking back the week ahead, just seeing some of the astrological transits, how they were mirrored through the week's events in pop culture, politics. And I think it was actually Chani, like Chani Nicholas, who I deeply admire, love her book, love everything she writes about astrology. She like retweeted me one time and it like literally made my month. And she's just like, I, I, I love her, astro crush. But she put something on Twitter, I think it was this week, like sometimes astrology is just the most literal manifestation of an energy. It's like not subtle. And I was just laughing and thinking about our if astrology isn't a real segment that we do here that all of you chime in on and write in about. It's just sometimes you're like, yes, that is so literal. And there were some very literal ass things that happened this past week that <laughs> related to Scorpio season and a few other things happening. So we just like to look at that. Then I'm going to talk about who wants to talk about the moon, the moon planning, your emotional weather for the week. And then we're going to go into your planetary planning. Uh, what are the big transits happening this week? It's the new moon in Scorpio. We'll be happy at the tail end, that scorpion tail end of the week. And this new moon Scorpio, oof, coming in hot, a really intense new moon, kind of a weird, not the traditional new moon energy. And I'll break that down, what that means and more. So my Virgo announcements, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the downloads and ratings and reviews. Keep them coming. I'm still doing my thing where I'm picking one rating submission a season to win a one-on-one reading with me for free. And then stay tuned. We have some fun things going on. Some you know, We want to keep rewarding you. We want to keep thanking you for showing up. So stay tuned for some other opportunities to win some swag through us. Also, if you're interested, please check out, like if you're interested in these energy reports, but you're like, hey, I wish I kind of knew so I could plan my month ahead, or I could, I'm a visual learner, or I like workbooks, or I want to start hosting my own new moon and full moon circles with my friends, check out our monthly moon guide. It's on our website. It's a subscription. It's $11 a month. And it's like truly packed with everything you need to know, like every, even like the smaller astrological moments, the more like, okay, you're honest, is squaring Pluto, that that's not happening. Don't quote me on that. That's just you know, like, oh, Mercury is trying the sun. What does that mean for you? It's all laid out there for the season ahead. You get it the first day of the season and you also get like the full rundown on the new moon and full moon rituals to do all the astrology, journal prompts, tarot card spreads, crystal guides, and then you get horoscopes. And if there's anything big happening, like in the case of this season, we have the eclipse guide. So I wrote like a bajillion things about the eclipse. Um, what do they mean? You know, what's the astrological meaning of them, but also like the esoteric magical things you need to know about them and not manifesting and what you do instead, self-care for the eclipses. 
And then, of course, like the significance and the um, messages of this eclipse in particular that's coming November 19th and what it means for your sign. What's your eclipse theme? So there's all of that and more for $11, okay? Like, hello, it's a pretty good deal. And also, there's speaking of 11, there's an 11-11 ritual in there that I love. We'll be talking about that more next week. But yeah, so that's in there. I'm plugging. I plugged away. We feel good about that. Yay, capitalism. No, just kidding. Yeah, we gotta, you gotta make money. You gotta spend money. And I love spending money on things that I enjoy. It's like an offering. It's like an activation. It's a manifestation moment. So if you want to like give us your money, I, we swear we will like bless every purchase that comes in. We are so grateful. <laughs> we just hope any money you spend with us of your hard earned money that come back to you like tenfold and in magical, miraculous, delightful ways. So, and that's on conscious business practices. So if astrology isn't real, let's talk about it from last week. Some of the things that just stood out to me in the news and kind of like just things I'd point out, basically this podcast is just what I would normally just freak out to like my sister's or Audrey about and be like, or, you know, my friend Colin or someone, a fellow astrologer, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe this stuff happened last week. It was so in alignment. And now I get to do it with you all. So thank you. Okay. This first one is just, again, so literal, like sweet mama Chani pointed out. It's like (laughs) someone sent this out in our community chat in the Cosmic Fit Club. If astrology isn't real, then why, oh, why did scientists discover this dog-sized scorpion that ruled Chinese seafloors 400 million years ago? Like, why did that come out this week and give me bad dreams and nightmares? And this is so scorpionic because obviously it's scorpion, duh. But anyone who's been here for a while knows that I always talk about scorpion energy as like Mariana Trench, like deep, 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 deep part of the ocean. So it's like, okay, you found the scorpion freaky deaky massive dog-sized scorpion that was like in the deepest part of the ocean and then it was unearthed which you know scorpio energy is a lot of unearthing things bringing things into the light and they found this fossil and it was like between 420 and 443 million years old if you also want to join me in having bad dreams you can google that if not just keep it moving all right keep it moving So the next thing that happened this week that was so, if astrology isn't real, uh, was definitely a little heavier, but interesting you to point out the astrology patterns. I'm sure a lot of you saw what happened with Alec Baldwin. And, you know, just to recap, there was just an unspeakable tragedy on the film set of an indie movie called Rust. And, you know, it was an interesting mirroring of a few astrological transits that are happening. Basically what happened was Alec Baldwin shot a cinematographer, Elena Hutchins, and someone else, uh, a producer, It's in, who is hurt but not killed. And it's such an unspeakable tragedy. But the thing, there is a lesson like every moment to learn from this. And the astrology just helps contextualize it for me a little bit. And I hope it does for you. But the last time something like this happened was Brandon Lee, who many of you might know, the movie The Crow, Bruce Lee's son was killed on set. Again, accidental shooting like this. But you know, there's a lot of things. Was it a conspiracy theory? It was, I, don't, I don't really know the full story behind it, but that changed a lot of 
laws on set of how you handle firearms. And that was 28 years ago. So we know that if that chart had a moment of when that shift happened, then this would be the Saturn return of that, this 28-year cycle. 28-year cycles are where we really have to test something, test the you know efficacy, of the integrity of things. Where do we need to readjust our boundaries? Where do we need to take more responsibility? And I just think that speaks to this moment in terms of that, of like you know, onset safety, firearms, but probably even a bigger than that is with Saturn and Aquarius now. Jupiter joined it this year and Square Uranus, we know a big theme has been about labor and, you know, treating people fairly and taking care of workers and having conditions where people feel safe and they're compensated and they can show up to work and whatever it is, take care of their family, do their jobs. And that was to me the interesting, I don't know, interesting is not the right word, but the thing that stuck out to me about this story was that it all kind of was this awful ripple effect, really bad, like dominoes that fell. And unfortunately, this really talented, seemingly like amazing and her field and her work woman was tragically and completely unnecessarily killed because something with the movie studio wasn't like treating the crew, right? They, there was like lack of COVID safety. There wasn't like hotel rooms were supposed to be compensated and they weren't long hours. And one of their complaints was the lack of gun safety and the lack of care for that on set. And so having those crew members walk off clearly, you know, added to this really unfortunate and tragic accident. And then they said there wasn't enough like safety protocols, meetings, everything was really rushed. So, you know, it's it's another one of these really unfortunate Saturn square Uranus moments of like, we once the Saturn return of the other onset tragic accident regarding firearms. So it's like, hey, this is time to raise questions of how can something like this happen? How can this be prevented? What changes need to be made to make sets safer? And while also looking at like the importance of the people who make things work, like it's so easy for corporations and studios and CEOs and the fat cats to want to rush things and make things happen and do things under deadline while not, you know, caring for the people who are making it happen. And I just, you know, it's so hard to like make sense of something like this when it happens, but I hope that would at least create a really important conversation around this that trickles out into all of entertainment, but beyond that. All right. So I know we talked about Striketober. October has been this like peak moment of strikes happening and sort of what some outlets were calling like, you know, the U.S. is on an unofficial like labor strike completely like across the board. Like we're not having, it's not just like unemployment. People aren't coming back to work at certain jobs. It's like an unofficial strike. And that's just, again, really part of the astrology of this year. So anyway, that was a heavier story, but again, just something that I was very struck by this past week. I was going to end on a higher note, but yeah, everything that came out this week was kind of like very uh, plutonic, very uh, scorpionic. So like BP came out that they were spying on climate activists and like that. I think that was earlier during Mercury retrograde, but I didn't see that story. I was like, that's very Pluto for that to come out. And I just want to prepare. We talked about last week, Mars and Scorpio makes people angry. Mars is one of the ancient rulers of Scorpio. 
And there's an intensity there and a heat and Mars wants to go and break free and to cut. And Mars is a more like violent planet and it speaks to like anger, irritation, inflammation. And Mars in Scorpio has this like vengefulness, like revenge seeking energy to it. It can go pretty deep. Um, It's like something's been on the stove and it's getting a big blast of heat during this like Scorpio season. And yeah, like maybe more like pouring gas on a fire actually. And it's something that's going to culminate in late November, early December. So just again, being mindful of that. And we have Mars and Scorpio, which is opposite Uranus and Taurus, which is like the planet of rebellion, upheaval going against the establishment of Saturn. So that's just like the picture I want to paint for you. It's it's intense astrology. So much, I would say, if you can find healthy outlets for your anger, really going to help. The Mars and Scorpio energy can be transmuted, and we're going to talk about it during New Moon and Scorpio talk. It can be like uh, transmuted into action. No one gets set down like a Mars and Scorpio. It's like the intensity, the drive. It's like a heat-seeking missile. If like Mars is like like a warrior energy, Mars and Scorpio is like assassin sniper mode set their sights on something it's over game on so we can use that but i just want to be mindful in the collective like i just like to tell people especially all of my cosmic baddies who have like more marginalized identities like just don't like be getting into big crazy crowds and people are just on edge again the last time we saw a similar astrology was the insurrection at the capitol so just keep your heads on a swivel, be safe, healthy outlets your anger, transmute it into something that you're passionate about or doing a deep dive on yourself. So let's go moving on. This is like sometimes, I'm just going to warn you all, till the end of the year, my astrology, the energy reports are going to be like, yeah, so that. And uh, just moving on, moving right along to the next thing here. Let's talk about the moon, shall we? You know what the good thing is? No matter what's happening in the big astrology the big, big astrology with the sun, moon, Mercury, Mars, Venus. We always have the moon, which is changing signs every two and a half days, which can amplify some of the intensity or give us little moments of reprieve. So let's talk about the astrology of the 29th, Friday. We have moon and Leo. Uh, We talked about that moon and Leo is so fun as we go into like Halloween weekend. Moon and Leo days are great to dress up and bring in some warmth in your life, some play, express yourself, just looking out for where you could be like dramatic or making something a bigger deal than it needs to be. But again, letting yourself be seen those days are super big. So put on your wild ass costume that day. If you have a day, like you're invited to multiple Halloween parties, I'm going to say choose the one on Friday. (laughs) Okay. So the 30th, the 31st, and as we move into Monday the 1st, we have the moon in Virgo. So the moon goes into Virgo at 2 o'clock on Saturday and then stays there till 7 o'clock Eastern time on Monday. Moon in Virgo weekends. It's a great time for eye to detail, pay attention to detail. Again, if you're making those DIY costumes, you're going to have a great eye for detail for that. Virgo moon days are really great for I know it's like Halloween weekend, so I don't know if it really adds up for your plans, but it is a good time to, again, like drop into something, to do some writing, to do some teaching, learning. Virgo moon days are a great day to like edit something you've been working on, go back, especially with that Scorpio extra level of discernment. 
And Virgo moon, this is where we get to like Samhain over the weekend. Virgo moon days are great for ritual and ceremony. Virgo is earth. Mercury is the earth-based healer. Virgos love the crystals, herbs, working in any kind of like earth-based spirituality, but especially rituals, because rituals are just a container for intention. And we all know Virgos love a container, love an organizational moment. Looking out for those days, just being really critical on yourself, look out for a Virgo moon can sometimes turn all of that eye for detail, all of that details. It can get into a place of being so hyper critical of yourself or others. So just being mindful of that, bringing in compassion those days. And then we have Monday, seven o'clock through Tuesday, and then into Wednesday, around 8.52 p.m. Eastern time, we have the moon in Libra. So these are great days to tend to beauty in your life, go get a beauty treatment, go get your nails done, hair did. These are great times to spend, you know, like make a little carve out time with your boo, check in on your relationships, do something that feels like art to you, you know, arrange some flowers in a vase, tidy up your spaces, go to a museum, like let yourself really bask in some of that Venusian energy, especially before we go into the new moon. It feels good to allow some like space and grace in your life and yeah, beauty and balance, focusing on those things to get you clear and centered as we head into Thursday or sorry, Wednesday night at nine o'clock. And then Thursday we have the moon in Scorpio and the new moon goes exact at 5, 14 PM Eastern standard time in 12 degrees Scorpio, which I'm going to get into what that means for you and how you can work with it in a moment. But yeah, moon Scorpio days, it's like we're going deep those days. We're feeling into everything. We're feeling into all the things we might have felt buried within us. And we're going to really think about that famous line of, oh, I think it's by a Greek poet, Dean, oh, I'm looking up, Dinos Christ, oh my God, I'm going to butcher this, Christianopolis, who said like they tried to bury us, but they didn't know we were seeds. And it's also been attributed to a few different writers, but I believe that is the roots of that. So correct me if I'm wrong, okay? I think originally I thought it was a Mexican proverb, but then I saw it had Greek roots. But essentially, they tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. Is kind of the feeling of this Scorpio new moon, like something has been buried in you, looking at it, and like maybe it's not the seed isn't blooming yet. That might feel more like starts to understand that more on the lunar eclipse, what's blooming but like the deeper you go within yourself, like the more fertile place that you have to put the seed. So thinking about like, what were the things, the people, the situations that tried to quote unquote move in on purpose, but thought they were going to bury you this year? And like, what have you survived? Where's the resiliency you tapped into? Where are you tired AF? All that's going to come up around the new moon, but this is a time to like plant that seed. But like the deeper you go in yourself, like the better you can plant that new moon of intention, that new moon intention seed. So I want you to go deep. I want you to let yourself feel into it. I want you to do something that honors your depths. Okay. So I guess this would be a good segue into uh, the new moon in Scorpio. Am I right? Let's talk about the astrology of it and what it means for you, how you can work with it in some real life terms. The new moon in Scorpio, it happens in 12 degrees. You can look at anywhere. If you have 12 degrees anywhere in your chart, you're going to feel a new beginning around this. 12 degrees, if you look at like the secret degrees in astrology, 12 is a very Piscean number, is the Pisces degree. So having a Scorpio in 12 degrees, a new moon in Scorpio in 12 degrees, 
means that there's a lot of like spiritual depth of this new moon, but it's also like making things a little bit hard to see or hard to understand in terms of like your big picture thinking. Okay. So like in really practical terms, I would say be kind of cautious, smart, using discernment with like your money and how you're spending it. Just because again, like there's a lot of tension leading up in the Scorpio season, the lunar eclipse in Scorpio Taurus, all about our finances and security. And then we head into like Venus retrograde and Capricorn to the end of the year. So what I mean by this, like if you're thinking of taking out a big credit card loan or a big something, you don't know how you'd pay it off. You don't have a good plan of doing that. This might not be the best time to do it because again, you're in 12 degrees. It's the Piscean degree of Scorpio. You're not seeing things clearly in that way. But what it does mean is, is Pisces is all about possibility it's limitless. It's very much tapped into the dream astral realm. So my tagline for this new moon is expect the unexpected. This is all going to be about transformation, endings, beginnings, intensity, healing, intimacy, power, passion, sexual empowerment, sensual energy. Yes, some anger thrown in there. And you know, this new moon is really like tightly opposite Uranus, which is the disruptor planet, the great awakener which means this new moon is going to bring you some clash, boom, bang, big unexpected surprises. Okay, so I'm going to break it down for you. What do you want? Good news, bad news first. I'll start with the bad news. It's just better that way. Or the tough news. Maybe not bad. Let's not lock ourselves into duality and binary terms here. But let's talk about the the trickier news. This wild, eccentric planet, this revolutionary planet of Uranus brings an erratic as fuck energy. So your emotions may be all over the place. Like you're just all over, can't even get a hold of yourself. And just notice because this is working with Mars, because if, you know, Uranus is tightly opposite to new moon, it also means it's opposite Mars, that irritated planet I just told you about. (laughs) So it's like just imagining these two players are like in a room, they're wiling out. Okay, Mars is angry. Uranus is like pissing it off, shaking it up being so inconsistent, all over the place, erratic, anxious energy. So yeah, there may be a feeling of just wanting to freak out on yourself or someone else. We're just going to like really focus on breath work, being in the body, resisting that urge to, and try not to do anything overly impulsive, okay? We have enormous energy shifts going on right now, and many are going to feel unsettled by this. And so Mars, like I said, is in Scorpio, but is very restricted by Saturn, the way it's working with Saturn right now. So again, Mars is wants to go, wants to feel heat, and Saturn's like holding it back. So this can really manifest as frustrated, angry, or really just like exhausted energy. Okay, so I want you to make a list and a plan. What are three ways that you self-regulate? What are three ways that you ground your energy? What are three ways that you can just like take a time out when you need to? What does that mean? Is it calling a friend? Is it taking a nap? I just bought myself this like heating pad massage thing for my neck. So I'm going to gladly like put that on with headphones and like dip out from the world when I need to during this. This new moon is like a high voltage shock running through you with Uranus. Okay, it's good. It's opening things. It's activating things. It's bringing in good plot twists that are helping us move ahead faster in, in our plan. But like, what are the pylons? Is that what they're even called? What are those things you have in place to absorb the shock? 
okay? And I really want you to look out for just making sure to avoid engaging in any conflict that comes from a place of self-doubt, insecurities, or impatience, okay? Is that good? Are we still alive? Are we still here? Did you turn off the podcast? Are you like, F this B? It's okay. I get it. I would be that way too, but maybe that's just Uranus and Mars talking. Let's go on to the yummy news. See, if you stuck with me, there's a payoff. It's delicious. And this is a very transformative new moon, okay? Like I said, it's working with Uranus to break up some things, have things happen a little faster than we thought. And it's also like a new moon to really rev up. If you're someone who's been wanting to drop more into your sultry, seductive, sensual, sexually empowered self, this is a great time to do it, okay? And you're also able to manifest some big changes that can happen. Like if you're ready to really shed a skin, to release some old energetic residue, psychic debris, something that you've just been like clinging to as you're kind of releasing, like really ready to, if you're feeling like, I think I've been trying to release this for like a year, this is the time where you might really feel like the zapping, that old skin falling away, which will really lead us into the lunar eclipse, which I'll talk about here that happens in November 19th. But you know, Scorpio, it's not, it's not light and easy. It does not, Scorpio does not hang out in the shallow end, doesn't even know who's she, who's the shallow end. Scorpio is intense and it asks for nothing less than all of us, <laughs> completely every bit of us and the full transmutation of everything you were and into everything you will become. Anyone who's been loved by a Scorpio knows it's all consuming, okay? So Scorpio energy, it's like here to wrap us up and really like, what are you transforming into? What What is it? What's the thing? Set those intentions, claim that spot. And Scorpio's dominion, of course, is the underworld, the underground. So again, like those seas, they grow in darkness before it breaks into the land of the living. Like the deeper you go, the healthier that ground is. So if you want to do some self-exploration, you you look at the tarot card spreads that we have and the moon guide, like go deep with yourself. Be radically honest about your desires. What do you want? radically honest about your shadows and where you get in the own way, where you're the villain of your own story and be radically honest about like how fucking powerful you are. Okay. Like you are it. Scorpio season is witchy season. And it's like witchy energy reminds us that like, it's not about the stuff that we take the courses and the crystals and the fancy meditation cushions. Those are accessories. Those are props. The power of the magic resides within you but it's in there pretty deep so it can stay protected. So it's up to your job to go there, to go the F there. And so like, yeah, like what are we, what's buried in you? What wants to come out? Yeah, it's time to unearth it, okay? Like go there, till the soil, see what's in there. What's the hidden bones? What are the things, the hidden desires? Mm, mm. Are we feeling it? Are we feeling how like sensual and cool this is? We have some really great guests coming up on the podcast this Scorpio season. And one of them is Marisa Sullivan, who's a sexual empowerment teacher, coach. So her, if you're like into this, but you're kind of confused where to start, stay tuned for that episode. Okay. Yeah. So this is it. Scorpio season. It falls during the time of the year where the nights grow longer, temperatures get cooler. Nature shows us the beauty of letting things die. Okay. Like it's not a bad thing. It's, it's a release. It's beautiful. So what has been repressed? What has been buried? Where do you want to go deeper to find it and go in there? Where do you want to open up to like 
setting intentions around your transformation. Scorpio also loves your muchness, loves your muchness. If you think you are too much in some area, Scorpio's like, no, be there, do that, be that much, be more of it. So looking at this new moon in Scorpio, is there a part of you that you want to let out like your muchness? Okay. Like I said, Scorpio hates small talk, doesn't like the shallow end, not here for the chit chat, permission to dive into your deepest of your inner waters, go into your muchness and have fun, like bring a part of yourself out to play. Okay. So it's time to drop into the mystery. Remember your mojo, renew yourself, feel into this like deep, dark, sexy, seductive, (laughs) witchy energy. Just remember, like you're here, you're alive right now in 2021. You have signed up for a life of transformation. Okay. You were born during a time where you must like surrender to death and rebirth and letting go of that like security of the known. You know, I always say like step out of the comfort zone and go into like the wild, expansive wilderness of the cosmic zone. Okay. You're so ready. That's why you're here. Put on those big Scorpio pants and just go do it. (laughs) Okay. Just sending you so much love, so many blessings for this upcoming new moon in Scorpio. May you tap into those dreams that are scarier than even a dog-sized scorpion at the bottom of the Chinese sea. Um, <laughs> and may, you know, just may something happen with this Uranus moment that surprises and delights you. Okay, that's my blessing. That's my prayer over you. Tag me and, you know, if you want to tag us in the Cosmic Rx and like your new moon altar setup or doing your tarot card spreads or something from the moon guide, we love to see that. And if you want to slide into my DMs with something more private at I am Maddie Murphy, you have a witchy, Scorpio secret desire you want to share with me or something that's bubbling up. I live for that shit. And until next time, again, go there, go, go deep in, get a deep spot for those seeds. I love you all. Thank you for being here. Happy new moon in Scorpio. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.